You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Agile Management Office. This episode is one of nine chapters in the series for the much-anticipated AMO white paper, titled, Is the PMO Still Fit for Purpose? We hope you enjoy it. Chapter 3. Organisational Misalignment The problem with PMO alignment to the strategic objectives of an enterprise. What can we do to ensure that teams are acting in constant reference to organisational goals and objectives? Where do PMOs align within existing organisations? It is evident through our experience that there is no logical, or constant alignment in an organisation where governance structures should be placed or located, particularly for PMO. That is, where across the organisation and how high up should the PMO exist? Does it report into the CIO, CFO, straight into the CEO, or maybe within a project or program? Forming a logical understanding for this is often a challenge. And of course, it depends on the structure of the organisation in question. Organisational alignment is critical to both the success of any business and its ability to remain competitive. Where there is misalignment, or in extreme cases, no alignment at all, is where you introduce chaos. Of course, no organisation who wants to strive to be the best wants chaos. It is the enemy of any successful organisation. Many corporations are suffering from project failures, reaching up to the billions of dollars in losses. A global research report done by BIA Canada in 2010 showed that the major reason for these failures is the misalignment of projects with organisational strategy. This holds true today. Shifting priorities, unclear direction, unstable processes, and disengaged employees are all symptoms of a chaotic environment. Organisations become accustomed to chaos. They believe it is normal. We're talking about the type of chaos that robs your business of the time and energy it needs to invest in innovation, responding to the marketplace's ever-increasing demand for faster, better, and cheaper. It is our observation and experience across industries and organisations alike that project delivery governance will often kick in post-project inception, missing an opportunity for validation of initiatives against strategy. Equally, and although most organisations will have processes to support business case development for endorsement, The continual referencing back to the original commitment to deliver in alignment with organisational strategy is all too often lost in the rush to deliver a successful project. No, a successful project is not the same as a successful outcome. Basic principles around transparency, portfolio prioritisation, dependency, risk management, overarching good governance and corporate responsibility 
are themes that organizations would not choose to move away from. So how is all of this brought together and why is it important to do so? How is the best in project delivery aligned with the best in governance in a value and people enhancing way? There are several deficiencies in existing literature when referencing PMO. In particular, the authors highlight many practices, methods, and PMO typologies exist, where their custodians will frequently tout them as best practice. Their research focuses heavily on historical aspects of PMO, and ours references what is happening today across many organisations. According to the SEN Project Management Office in Australia Survey 2017, results identified the highest priority challenges for PMO as quality of project delivery throughout the organisation, accurate and timely resource and financial information, reporting quality, and aligning projects to organisational strategy. Despite the fact it calls out alignment between projects and organisational strategy as a high priority challenge for PMOs, the survey did not explore the reasons for misalignment. Aligning work with strategic goals is a recurring theme, repeated in other surveys conducted by PMI in 2018 and KPMG New Zealand in 2017. Given a lack of alignment is being called out as a top issue in several studies, there appears to be limited evidence of a practical approach that addresses this. Additionally, there is a disconnect in most companies between strategy formulation and strategy execution. On average, 95% of a company's employees are unaware of or do not understand its strategy. Of course, if employees lack this knowledge or understanding, they surely cannot help the organisation implement it effectively. This was one of the highest priority challenges for PMOs, as stated by the SEN survey in 2017. Likewise, Pulse of the Profession called out only 41% of PMOs, where an enterprise PMO is established, felt that they were adequately aligned to their organisation's strategies. This indicates a need for executives to better recognise the full potential of how an enterprise PMO can bridge strategy and value delivery. Our research interviews identified that most PMOs felt that they do not sit high enough in the organisational hierarchy to instigate strategic change or drive project alignment to strategic objectives. They'll often report into layers and layers of governance and bureaucracy and their ability to lead the organisation to strategic success is impacted as a result. We agree. It is not common for PMOs to have a seat at the executive table, and as a result, driving longer-term outcomes is difficult. Most PMOs are often driven reactively by what is happening in the environment around them, rather than creating the environment they need for long-term success. Further to Essien's survey, they suggested 72% of champions, known as organisations with 80% or more of projects being completed on time, on budget, meeting business intent and having high benefits realisation maturity, indicated 
there is a high alignment of the enterprise PMO to organizational strategy. They also stated that the enterprise PMO should operate at a strategic level with executives, therefore confirming our view that they should be contributing to strategic alignment between business objectives and the project or program portfolio aimed at delivering it. Our Agile Management Office 2018 Global PMO Survey unequivocally demonstrated the same, where 57% of respondents felt their PMO was incorrectly placed in the organisational structure. Bear in mind, almost half of our respondents, 45%, represented those in PMO management roles. You see, PMOs are not uniquely special organisms. They are simply departments that are being treated as temporary endeavours. Success of a PMO function providing governance of delivery practices against organisational strategy is not possible without a clear path of enablement and a clear view on what the responsibilities of enablement are. Too many organisations create PMOs, provide no strategic executive backing for the function, and expect the PMO to succeed. We believe that accountability of the function goes back to the executives who need to empower people in the organisation to make the change possible. A PMO should really be considered like any other department with equal footing, budget, authority and autonomy. We recommend that executives nominate, delegate, a sole person accountable for making the change happen. Typically, sponsors, project directors, project managers and business-as-usual teams do not believe their role is to make the change happen. Likewise, assigning accountability for realising the benefits of an initiative or a change at the business case stage is one solution. It is this exact sentiment that brought together several curious minds within Agile Management Office to extensively debate these issues. This resulted in offering key guiding principles and a framework which allows organisations to work within to create iterative, personalised and value-driven AMO solutions. An AMO is a function that is made up of one or more persons who are committed to driving effective and efficient governance and support strategies that are integrated across an organisation at an executive level, whilst also supporting project, program and portfolio delivery teams. Unlike outdated PMOs, which are often embedded within a department, program or project, an AMO is aligned across an enterprise. An AMO challenges the status quo, defying the prescriptive one-size-fits-all approaches. Indeed, it disruptively denies that governance is a single definition and a selection of criteria that must be delivered regardless of operational challenge. Instead, the AMO method focuses on personalization through true understanding of an organization's business maturity and requirements needed for an AMO function to be successful. It works to provide that through coaching, collaboration, creativity, simplicity, and meaningfulness, 
with consistently positive outcomes. Having support at the executive level is imperative, but additionally, all stakeholders across the value chain is critical to your success. So how do we address the stakeholder challenges faced by PMOs today? And how do we increase awareness of our presence and value? Why do PMOs struggle to meet stakeholder requirements? Find out this and more in our next chapter, Addressing Stakeholder Needs. Thank you for listening to this chapter. We welcome any feedback. If you would like a copy of a specific chapter or access to the whole white paper series, please visit our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, think, or be inspired today. Thank you for listening, and please share or rate this if you enjoyed it. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.